Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com forward slash Jane Jackson Careers. There are over 180,000 book titles to choose, so give it a go and get your free audiobook today from audibletrial.com forward slash Jane Jackson Careers. Welcome back to my careers podcast. Now today I'm really excited because I have Jessica Stewart with me who is the acting merchandise editor of the Edit and Porter magazine at global luxury online retailer Net-A-Porter. Jess was born in London and she grew up in Singapore and spent eight years in Sydney before moving back to London and joining Net-A-Porter. And I'm proud to say that Jessica is actually my daughter. So welcome Jess and thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> it's, <Thanks nice>. <laughs> it's nice to have you here. And I've just spent a week with Jess, and I'm going to be flying back to Singapore and, and Sydney tonight. So very sad, but I need to interview her now. So Jess, tell us a bit about your career path. When you were a little girl, mm-hmm. what sort of careers did you dream about? Well, when I was really young, um, I was just obsessed with horses. <laughs> so I really wanted to be a champion show jumper, and uh, that was pretty much my obsession, I'd probably say. Um, I mean, with fashion, I'd probably say that was something that I was always really interested in. I loved it, but never thought of it as a career path per se. Um, I do remember, you know, playing dress ups and and you making me fabulous dresses. And... <laughs> I did, I did. You remember that beautiful dress with the gold and the black velvet with the shiny buttons my favorite my Mm -hmm. favorite if i could have an adult version now i would love it very 80s very fabulous (laughs) okay so you love playing dress ups i remember that well because you're always wearing my high heels and all sorts of things and so what about when you became a teenager well i think when i was a teenager that's when i started just devouring magazines, fashion magazines, any kind of magazines. I would love to collect them. And it just felt like such an escape to go through, you know, I mean, when I was younger, it started with with Cosmo magazine and Dolly and that kind of thing. And then moving on to, to you know, more of the Harper's Bazaar, Vogue and Rush magazine, which is still my all-time favourite. Um, but that's kind of when it all started. Mm-hmm. And when you graduated from high school, and remember when you were thinking about the courses that you wanted to take at university, what went through your head then? Well, I, I really felt I was at a bit of a crossroads because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I thought, okay, well, what 
what do I really like doing? Um, I like, you know, talking a lot and and connecting with lots of different people. I, I knew it was something that was going to be quite creative um, rather than too financial or, you know, that kind of side of things. So I thought looking into something like a, um, a Bachelor of Communications would be something that would be quite ideal for me because it was quite broad um, and it allowed you to tailor certain classes to you know things that you're interested in so for me a bachelor of communication seemed perfect mm. um i mean pr was something that i thought oh, okay uh, maybe i can give this a go um i didn't manage to get into the course that i exactly wanted to get into but i did get into a bachelor of communications in uh information management so that was great mm -hmm. um from then it was a three-year course and I could tailor the courses I wanted to do within mm. it. Well, I remember back when you were at uni, you used to take as many of the PR courses as you could and mm. you enjoyed marketing as well. And so you did very well at uni. I need to tell everybody that. And then once you graduated, yeah. tell us the journey. Well, really, it was probably in my first year of university where I met a good friend of mine, Ava, and she was saying that her mum is a fashion editor at one of the biggest magazines in Sydney at the time, which was Madison Magazine, um, and that she was looking for some help in the in the fashion team. She wanted some interns, and I thought, oh, well, you know, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to give that a go. Tell me what to do. Sign me up. So I met with her mum, and I, I started interning at Madison Magazine while I was at university and fell in love with it from day one. I thought, I think I found my calling. I loved it, every minute of it. And I just wanted to take up in any and every opportunity I could to immerse myself in this wonderful world of, of creativity and fashion. Um, and while I was at university, there was also other opportunities within uh, Rush magazine where I was interning as well. I just became obsessed with this world of magazines. Um, so I was interning at at Madison, I was interning at Rush Magazine. I was assisting freelance stylists. Um, I was working in, in retail and I just wanted anything to do with fashion. I wanted to to be a part of it. So that's kind of where it started. Do you remember when you were at uni, you were working part-time at a shoe shop in Queen Victoria building in Sydney. Mm -hmm. What was that? That was My Midas shoes? It was shoes? Midas and yeah. Evelyn Miles. Yes. And I was part of the same group and you know so that's where my shoe obsession began as well <laughs> so yeah yeah no that was that was I remember that was good fun because I'd like to come and you'd give me recommendations on what shoes I could buy as well so it's very very helpful and that was when I remember you started to dress so elegantly because you've always just had that wonderful sense of style what do you mean I wasn't mm. elegant before then no I used to dress you up in all sorts of strange pantaloons and remember when I cut your hair really really short and you looked like a sumo wrestler when yeah. you were about three it's questionable. <laughs> I know. So that wasn't a very good start, thanks to me. But anyway, once you turn into a teenager, absolutely very, very elegant. And so when you graduated from university, um, tell us about your first job. So while I was, when I had just finished university, I was still at Madison Magazine. Um, and I had made really good friends within, you know, the team at the magazine and there was a friend of mine who was a lifestyle editor at the time, um, and she heard of a job going within a small fashion company called Natasha, which was 
um, a beautiful fashion label and they were looking for someone to kind of help with their admin, to help with a bit of their PR, a bit of everything really. And because it was quite a small company, um, it meant that this role could, you know, have quite a few facets to it. So um, I went for an interview and lo and behold, I got the job. I couldn't believe it. I thought, wow, first job out of uni and it's fashion and it's what I love. Um, And I thought that it was actually such a great place to start because I was really immersed into everything um, from, you know, collecting all the publications to check for PR coverage to, you know, getting coffees to um, meeting with the sales team to meeting with the general manager. It was quite a small team, um, but that meant that I could kind of be a part of a lot of different areas within the business. And I felt that I had, um, I learned so much that way, you know, as opposed to being in a really big company from the beginning where it's, uh, takes a while to kind of work your way up. I kind of was involved in a lot of different aspects from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I I think that's a really good way to do it when you join a company. And because it was a small company, you got to learn all the different aspects of this fashion label. So you found out all about what it was like to actually be a part of and run a fashion label. Mm. And what was what was your title at Natasha again? PR manager, um, which I couldn't believe. But, you know, I'd had that experience from university and also they thought, well, you know, you've got you've got these contacts within within the industry and why don't we utilize that and kind of see where it goes. And so I I grabbed it by both hands and thought, okay, I'm going to make the most of this opportunity and, you know, started developing the PR side because they didn't really have anyone dedicated to looking after the PR side um, and the business was growing a lot. And so I started work on that. Mm. And while doing that, I was also um, helping my friend Liberty, who was there as well at the time as a sales manager. And we traveled around Australia on the sales meetings and you know, meeting with all the buyers from different boutiques um, around the country. And that was a great learning experience as well. So I felt that I was getting a really good um, cross section of the business and just learning so much from this wonderful business. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a really great start. Yeah, well, that, that was that was amazing because at quite a young age, you became a PR manager and really thrown in the deep end. Yes. And then from Natasha, how did your career progress? Well, from Natasha, I think I was there for about two years. And um, my next role was more agency side. So this is with a PR company called The Arc Factory. And a friend of mine uh, was working there and said that there was a job going as a showroom manager and would I like to apply for the position because she thought that my experience was was really good um, and it would be a good fit so I thought yeah let's do it I thought that you know it'd be a great way to kind of learn from a bigger team and learn new skills and you know really develop that PR side of what I had kind of started mm-hmm. um, and so I I got the job and it was such a great experience. Um, what does what does a showroom manager do? Well, I think it really differs from different from agency to agency. But within uh, the art factory, um, it was split into two different sections. So there was um, there was publicity, which all the girls sat upstairs, um, and this is more dealing with all the the journalists and placing different stories. And then downstairs, we had this. Um, big showroom full of all of our fashion labels, you know, next season samples. 
and we had a team of about four in there plus me so it was running the showroom really and working with all the fashion editors and lending them you know different product making sure that our clients are featured in in all the different magazines and in all their features coming up um, from long lead short lead and online publications um, so it's kind of running running that side of it. And so from being a showroom manager at the Art Factory, which actually was a really interesting and varied job too, with quite a lot of responsibility, um, how did you end up in London working at Netaporte? Well, um, after living in Sydney for about eight years um, and having met my boyfriend at the time um, in Sydney, we decided that, you know, because I've got dual citizenship, I've got both passports, um, I felt that London was really on the cards. I wanted a new adventure. I felt that, you know, I love this industry that I'm working in, but what else can, what other experiences can I, can I gain? And I just felt like I had been working at the art factory for about three and a half, four years, and I wanted a new challenge. Um, and so we made the move to London and I moved over with no job. And as soon as I got there, I thought, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't have a job. I don't know what I'm doing. Was this a huge, big mistake? <laughs> um, but I had lots of friends who lived in London who I grew up with in Singapore. So that was a great support network and that helped me a lot. Um, but it was really on the third day that actually a friend of mine posted something on Facebook and it said, Harper's Bazaar looking for assistance. Who's keen? And I thought, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. Me, I'm I'm me. I wanna do it. So contacted her and the very next day went into Harper's Bazaar, um, started interning, and I thought, do you know what? I'm in a new city, I'm in a new place, I don't know this industry, I don't have many contacts out here. I'm happy to start from the beginning again and see where it takes me. Um so I did it and I started interning and within a week, um, a week, two weeks, um, they were saying, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of experience. Why don't you start assisting instead of interning? So then I started assisting some of the fashion editors and their freelance stylists um, and did a bit of freelancing for them. So then I started working for an online retailer. Um, they were looking for someone in PR. So I've kind of had this very interchangeable um, experience within styling and um, and PR. So it could kind of go both ways. So then I did some PR work at an online retailer. Um, and then from that, a friend of mine was actually working at Net-A-Porter at the time and said, we're looking for um, an online stylist. Would you, you know, would you be keen? I thought, oh my God, Net-A-Porter. It was always the number one company I wanted to work for. I just thought it was so, so visionary and, you know, just such an incredible, an incredible business that I really wanted to be a part of. So I thought, oh, even if it's just to see the office, yes, I'll go and go for an interview. So I just thought, let's, let's do this. Mm -hmm. um, so I went for an interview and... I went for another interview and I went for another interview. It was a very long process and I just thought, oh my God, I just really, really, really want this job. And I got it in the end. That was amazing because don't they have thousands of people applying every week for a, for a role at Netaporte because it's such, a, such an amazing company to work for? Well, this is why I was, you know, so surprised as well because there are so many 
so many people applying it's mm. such a you know such an incredible business to be a part of that mm. so many people who want to work in fashion it's one of the it's one of the the dreams to yeah. work at Netaporting. Fantastic. So you got the job as a... As a stylist, as an mm-hmm. online stylist within mm-hmm. the online styling mm-hmm. team. So from being an online stylist, mm-hmm. how did your career progress? So from being an online stylist, I um, I moved up to, a, to become a senior stylist. And then um, I got the job as a deputy online styling editor a bit later on as well, having worked my way up. Um, which was a great experience in not just the creative side, but also the managing people side, um, which I felt was so valuable. And I feel that I learned so much from it um, and a whole new set of skills. Um, So from then, you know, I was working as a deputy online selling editor for about a year and a half. Um, And most recently, I have moved into the editorial side as... um, acting merchandise editor for the edit and porter magazine mm, that's fantastic you've had such an interesting career path not only at net porter but also with all of the different fashion companies and agencies that you work for there are so many young girls and boys who aspire to get into the fashion industry what would your advice be to someone who's thinking about getting into the fashion industry not as a designer but to work in other aspects I would probably say just take up any opportunity you possibly can um, to understand what you like and maybe what you don't like. I think interning is such a great, um, great way to kind of find out those different aspects of what works for you um, and to see what's involved. It was I know that that was such a valuable part for me and to kind of find out actually it's something that I really love and I want to work towards this. Um, I mean, it can take a long time to kind of really get your foot in the door and it is very competitive, but if you're passionate about it and if you love it, then you'll make it happen and you just, you know, give every opportunity a go. I think just say yes to any opportunity that comes up. Positive mental attitude. That's really good thinking, Jess. Um, And so what would your final advice be for someone who wants to be successful in fashion? successful in fashion well I think not just in fashion but in anything it would be to network as much as possible um, and just to really take up any opportunity um, speak to as many people as as possible within the industry Um, as my best friend likes to say just be a sponge and (laughs) (laughs) and also keep up to date with everything that's happening I mean you know if this is what you're interested in and this is your passion well you know make sure that you know all the shows that are happening what are your favorite brands that are coming up you know just devour all the magazines and, and websites that are out there follow blogs you know I just think it's immersing yourself in this world of fashion and uh, no matter what industry it is I think you've got to you've got to live and breathe it really I Mm. think especially in such a creative industry I think that's a really big part of it do you think having lived in Singapore and in Sydney and now London has that helped you in your career too I think it's definitely given me quite a, a global aspect of things and I do keep in mind you know for example now living in London and then looking at all the things that are happening in Australia. I mean, it's a it's 
a global business and especially Australia is really up and coming in terms of um, its fashion scene. I mean, there are so many incredible designers from Australia and incredible bloggers and incredible businesses that you can't ignore what's happening um, in other parts of the world. And I think that has opened my eyes to seeing it from a more global point of view. But I think, you know, that's possible whether you have moved around or not, you know, now that the internet is just you know, instantaneous. Mm, it makes everything easier. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yes, it has, it has helped me, but I think it's also something that, you know, anyone can, can achieve. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's hope for others who want to get in this as well. And also you, you enjoy blogging, don't you, Jess? Yes. So I, I started a website a few years ago called thisiscollective.com, um, where really it's about, um, people who have started their own businesses in a creative industry. It was really when I had moved to London and I didn't really know what I was doing or where I was going. Um, but I have a lot of friends and people who I knew of that had started these um, amazing businesses and they started really small and they've done really well. And I thought, how do you do that? You know, how do you just start your own business? For me, it seems so daunting, but, but there were people who were showing evidence of actually happening and it working and they were making money from it and they were happy and I thought I really want to document this somehow and maybe it can help me in finding out what I want to do in the long term um so I started interviewing some of my friends to begin with um and just seeing how they got into what they were doing and then from then it's kind of expanded and you know I reach out to people who I don't know who have started businesses that I like following and are interested in in seeing what they've been doing and um, yeah so it's a it's a love project and a side project of mine but I am always really interested in how people have have developed their own businesses. Yeah, it's a beautiful blog you've got such nice photos in there and people who have lifestyle businesses as well as fashion businesses and all of the, you know, like local labels in Australia as well as in the UK, you're interviewing people. So it's fascinating. So if anyone wants to have a look at your website, it's thisiscollective.com. Yes. Yes. And you have a very uh, active Instagram account. And where do people find you on Instagram? On Instagram, you can go to at thisiscollective. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, go and have a look if yes. you're interested. Thank you so much, Jess, for the interview. It's Thanks, really lovely. Mom, and thank you. Thank you for letting me stay at your place <laughs> in London as well. It's been a lot of fun. And I'm a lucky mum to have a daughter like you. So proud of you. So okay. thanks, well, Jess. This has been a treat. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. 
Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.